What's up, YouTube? Today I have an amazing guest, a good friend of mine. I have Nick with me. Nick, first of all, welcome to the channel. It's a pleasure. We've been talking for so long on uh, Instagram. I, I decided to invite you because I really believe you, you can share an amazing perspective, more about even the collector side that, that even the, the investor side. Um, but yeah, uh, share a couple of words with, with my viewers that may not know you. Uh, thanks, Andre. That's nice to hear. I don't think... Uh... I have any right to inspire you on anything, but um, meaning I I came into the hobby not too long ago and largely through kind of pouring through your videos, those of Al, others. Um, you know, I jumped on Troy's videos earlier in uh, last year, I think, or a couple of years ago now. Man, time has flown. Um, but yeah, I I'm really happy to be here. I've I've uh, watched all of your your card talks and have been learning lots from all of your guests. Um, yeah, a little bit about me. I, I grew up in the Northeast United States. Uh, I was a huge sports fan growing up, and you know, Bruins, Celtics, Red Sox, cycling every night in the room next to me where I was growing up in the '80s, early '90s. Um, so you know, Patriots on Sundays. Um, whatever that does to you develops this healthy or unhealthy, irrational connection to teams, uh, to sports in general. I've definitely, you know, I, I'm part of that that world of of kids who who really uh, became fanatics early on. Um, I had not. I, I would I would grab things once in a while, cards once in a while, but in soccer cards was always outside of the the picture for me. Um, COVID came around and I know this is a pretty familiar story. Uh, the boom, I actually missed the boom, which I'm kind of happy about. <laughs> yeah, I'm that's somewhat good. impulsive. Yeah. I'm somewhat impulsive, but not, not, not crazy. I, I, I look back at some of those prices and I'm pretty sure I would not have engaged, uh, in the market at its peak, at least not, um, in, in big cards. And, uh, what was interesting is I was, it's it's kind of a dumb story, but do you remember a story about a kid who, and maybe it's it's kind of hyped a bit and a little bit, kid who traded up from a Bic pen to a Porsche or something. That was a storyline many years ago, dealing yeah. with like Craigslist and flipping. And um, I don't know that story exactly, but I know a similar story from a guy that did that to buy an house. Right. Uh, it, it it was basically <laughs> a, a, a not not sure if it was a, a viral YouTube, a video on YouTube or a, or an article, but I saw something yeah like that. But I'm not sure if, if that was true or not. <laughs> yeah, I mean either. But I, the idea is interesting, and it. I'm just I'm saying this because why I was having a conversation I think with my my wife and my my brother-in-law, but that I brought that up and I said like, oh, that'd be interesting in the middle of COVID at the end tail end i think um trying to find some interesting things to move around and you know i, I got into like aquarium stuff for a little bit too just keeping your, your brain busy and um and digging into these these different worlds that exist out there um exposing yourself to those worlds and just getting a lot of pleasure and learning what other other people know a lot about and what they um different hobbies that that was an interesting idea at the time. I said, I wonder what it would be like to to try to do that, to really test your patience. Yeah. Move yeah. one card at a time. And and that's that sort of moved me back into this world of, of sports cards after many, many years. Um, and I'm a big basketball fan. 
uh, NBA fan and said, hey, I was just might as well see what's happening in the NBA front and uh, picked up a couple cards. And that lasted about two weeks. And I was some <laughs> I was caught by the, the hobby and, and started engaging a little bit more seriously. Um, and then it just snowballed from there. But like I said, I wasn't I am lucky in that I was coming in at the tail end of the peaks. And so that um, was interesting. And I still collect some basketball cards, uh, mostly some PC stuff. Um, really interesting. If you PC anyone who's maybe second tier, you can get some great deals everywhere, including in, in China right now. A lot of basketballs opened over there. But uh, yeah, my, I have a brother-in-law and my brother are big Arsenal fans. And we were talking about um, soccer once upon a time a few years ago. And I started looking into that world on YouTube and Instagram and saw all the work that you guys were doing and um, got really captivated, especially on the pre-modern stuff, uh, because I think it didn't take me too long in, in ultra-modern basketball to realize that I had no idea what I was doing and that it was pretty fraught and dangerous. And um, so the pre-modern world and watching a lot of what Al was doing, that was really interesting to me because it seemed like the pace was a bit slower yeah. for a number of different reasons. And you could learn a lot with, without having to um, deal with the psychological stress of FOMO. And, um, and a lot of the players that you were talking about were players that I loved and that I watched when I could in those formidable years of my 20s and 30s. And um, and again, I would say my teens, but we didn't really have access to a lot of the the broadcasting that was occurring back then. So, um, so yeah, I I, uh, I loved it. <laughs> As a lot of people do, you go on these binges of of your YouTube videos and others, and um, and then since then, I have certainly been captured by certain collecting. Uh, I wouldn't say trends, my own, my own sort of but let's, interests. Let's, we'll let's talk about that. Save that because that's actually the, yeah. the first question. I mean, I, I thought it was great the way you're presenting yourself right now. I think it's nice to know the, the, the background that ended up leading you into, into collecting, into collecting soccer. And I think it's similar to, to a lot of people, especially Americans. Um, they, they collect the, the American sports, then they find soccer. But the first question is is going in the direction that at the end you also end up hinting that uh, I know you have been collecting a lot uh, of Prism 2014 uh, and also uh, Top Scrum UEFA Champions League 2017. So basically the first Prism and the first Scrum. My question for you is very, very simple. Why those two sets? Hey guys, quick pause on this one. First of all, hope you are enjoying the video. If that's the case, do not forget to leave a like, but let me share with you two things. The first is I have a Patreon community that is growing super fast. I put a lot of content there. If you join right now, you pay around $10, but you have access to more than 100 exclusive videos. It's an amazing place to learn about the soccer card market. 
and you also support the channel. Link below the video and also in the comments. The second thing is my Discord server. We are more than 1000 members. I'm going to say it again, 1000 members. And it's an amazing community, an amazing place to interact with me, to interact with other collectors, to learn and share about the soccer card market. Uh, similar to Patreon, link will also be below the video. If $10 is a lot of money to you, don't feel pressure to join the Patreon. For me, it's not super relevant. Of course, I would love to see you there, but at least join the Discord, that's totally free and is an amazing place to, to learn about the soccer card market, like I said a couple of seconds ago. Now let's continue with this one and I hope you have fun. Yeah, and I know you've talked about this recently with James and I, I, I don't have any profound insight here. I think that this narrative of being the first um, edition of a, a certain type of card is really important. It just, I may have been caught by that narrative, but I think the fact that I have been caught by it may be indicative of of the the trend and the others will as well. So it's, it's um, a very strong narrative. I mean, yeah. It, and and here's the thing: there's there are so many things you could go out and buy. And I mentioned a little bit earlier that I I can be impulsive and I can get caught by FOMO. I think everyone can. I think that's one of the, the best um, disclaimers or lessons that you espouse is that pump the brakes when you can and because there's so much you could be collecting. And I'll talk about that in a bit because, um, yeah, um, I, I think that's really, really important, but it's very hard and it's harder for yeah. some than others. And I think I may fall into no, it, it, I, it, I believe I believe it's hard for for everyone to to be yeah. honest but yeah yeah so historical significance I, that is an important narrative um, and it does bleed into these other uh, other reasons like having a good collection strategy so that you're not spread so thin or feeling the stress of collecting all the time that you're making wrong decisions or you're um, acting too impulsively all of that. Um, the narrative, I think, helps in in grounding you, providing some sort of anchor, which I think psychologically is really good in, in the hobby, um, financially is really good in the hobby. Uh, so yeah, I, I think there's going to continue to be pretty good market demand for, you see in 2017, 2017 is interesting. Prices have, prices of the high-end stuff continue to, to rise. I think um, I collect green. This is the same sort of, justification it's some i like the aesthetic of the greens i think they're really cool i have tell to nick sorry t tell me just one thing because i never ask, actually asked you this uh, do you collect green because of celtics or is totally no. unrelated <laughs> <laughs> because th th that's no. actually cool that you are a celtic fan and, and you collect obscrum uh, green yeah green is also one of my favorite pa parallels so yeah um I'd like to say it's because of the Jordan PMG. But it's, not. <laughs> it's, uh, it's actually, I, I have a, a friend in the hobby who I've traded. So a little bit of a longer story that the, it relates to your original videos on the messy inserts and for the MG, the, the Meg cracks inserts, um, Messi and Ronaldo. And I collected both uh, and the CR sevens were a lot of them graded really well. I, I did a lot of hunting um a lot of legwork to get some really good copies from spain graded them 
uh, and have a you know a good friend in the in the hobby who collects CR7, and so we were able to make a deal way back when for a lot of those. I, I remember that, that, yeah. The 2015 PSA 10 Ronaldo Ballon d'Or. He had a Messi green 2017. And so we did a big deal and I was able to acquire that the Messi green. And from there, it was again, back to that reasoning that you can, you can get a little bit more focus um, when you're, when, when you have a specific target and that's the greens seem like a really cool goal. Um, But you and I and others have talked about, I, I've made some lists of the 2017, 2014, like if you were going to put a cutoff for your collection, if you're not collecting the entire sets, what are you collecting? Yeah, you the, have different um, tiers. Top 10, top 20, top 30. Right. It, it's very debatable, to, to, to be honest. And again, um, people are not aware of this, of course, but we actually talk uh, a lot uh, on, on private and this is the type of discussions we tend to, to have. And um, actually, I remember when you got the green and after that, I saw you getting more greens and more greens and more greens. And honestly, that that inspired me because uh, what you said there is is perfect, honestly, in the sense that in this collecting journey, losing focus is very easy, you know, because look, I, another thing that you, you relate with me, Star Wars, at one point I was going crazy on Star Wars, but Then yeah. I, and I still like it, you know, but then I said, okay, let me first try to, to chase my goals on soccer. Then I may take a look at Star Wars or, or, or other stuff that, that does not matter what you're talking about, but basically having, having a focus. And I saw that you, at least again, looking from outside, I saw that, that you got basically a goal, a purpose to, 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 in your collection. And for me, that, that was, um, that, that inspired me. And I also started collecting Chrome, uh, not exactly just one, one color, all colors to, to be honest, especially for certain players, it's difficult to buy the, the real, uh, um, uh, rare, rare ones. Um, and I'm also starting collecting Prism 2014. Uh, I, I don't have a lot uh, so far, but it's, it's another thing that, uh, that uh, because I also agree with you in the sense that uh, I end up asking you, but you also know my, my perspective on this. I think those sets are super important in terms of historical relevance. I mean, first Prism uh, is huge. Um, I wish I, I, I had more to, to, to be honest at this point. And the Top Scrum, we see, look, Top Scrum Stadium, Top Scrum Sapphire, Top Scrum Merlin, Top Scrum whatever at this point. And the, the first one for sure, at least my perspective, will we'll have um, will have some type of, of staying of staying power. But 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 please please continue, especially because I also want to to to, to know your perspective about Prism 2014. Yeah, and it's 2014. For both sets, I've graded some from for both sets. I've graded a lot of 2014 because for some reason, if you look at the pop counts, especially like six months ago, like Modric, Xavi Iniesta, the color match reds, and I tend to go for color matches because I actually think the set is really, really pretty. Um, okay. <laughs> interesting, the, the one really important non-color match that I have is Messi because I just haven't had an opportunity to get a blue, but I have the red. Oh, um, you have the red. Well, but which is that not The blue, the blue is so beautiful. <laughs> I know. You have to actually the red is more rare, uh, but uh, yeah. 
But I mean, yeah, you have to upgrade that. It's so beautiful on on blue. I I also yeah. like 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 the red. A couple of months ago, I did not like the red, but I saw more people posting, and and actually looks quite nice. To 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 be honest, Ronaldo red looks looks amazing. I I, I is yeah. one card that I really want to to buy one day, um, especially yeah. in a PSA nine if I can. But but yeah, you know what? I, now that you mentioned it, I think one of the reasons, one of the The triggers for me was, I think Troy actually posted a short video a long time ago. Maybe it wasn't even short. Maybe it was on yours. I don't know. But he, he I think he had a 9.5 Ronaldo Red that he said he was going to you know, put away forever. And that was really inspiring. I, I think it's a gorgeous card. That's one that I don't have. Um, there, were, there were a few key cards, color match cards in 2014 that I am still looking for. One, interestingly, is the Neuer. I can't find a red Neuer. I know that <laughs> some folks have had it. I think Will had one a while back and some others, but they really rarely come up. But again, if you look at the pop counts, it's out of 99, there's still not many graded for a lot of these guys. Um, I, I believe a, a lot of them end up going to Asia also, you know, mm-hmm. so... But look, my experience is is with is similar to that. I Not with Neuer, but I'm trying to find the Red Iniesta. And the ones yeah. I see, they are crazy expensive or they don't appear. But I find Xavi, for yeah. example, but I don't find Iniesta. Yeah, weird, right? <laughs> Sometimes it's yeah, weird, so I yeah. Just, I just graded uh, Xavi and Iniesta red. Xavi got a nine. Iniesta got an eight. Just got the, the reports, yes, uh, a couple of days ago. So I was really, it was it was the one card in that submission that I really wanted to come back at nine. But, Nick, um, just, sorry, let me say one thing for, for my viewers that may not be aware of of, um, of prisms, specifically because I have a lot of people in pre-modern and vintage. It's quite difficult to grade that set. Getting tens in colored parallels is impossible. Chrome, for example, grades much, much easier. Uh, so people may think a PSA 8, PSA 9, That's actually kind of normal on, uh, on, on Prism. But, uh, but Chrome, Chrome, I believe Chrome, the other day I was looking, and at, at least for the player I was looking, I believe was around 30%, 50% gem rate. And with Prism, it's not like that at all. Right. And the reason for it is, if you're not familiar, if you look at the... Yeah. So the, the top corner is actually it's not great here. But that's one reason why the base cards um, Ooh, are I, I like, really difficult. I, I like that, Rooney. The, yeah. the, the thing with, with the English players is they don't have logos on the, on the shirt right. for some reason. I mean, I know the reason. Uh, I believe that there was a conflict uh, with, with rights or something. But Yeah, I think that's what it was. I think it might be the only team that didn't have. But if you look at the inserts, a lot of the Oof. inserts, uh, if not all, have the white corners. And maybe this, yeah. these um, finders have some green, but... Um, the cup captains will come back to gem mint sometimes. Uh, I just got a, a toe actually. Um, but anyways, that's, it's fun. It's fun to another reason 2014 right now, not so much 2017, unless you're going for second tier players, but 2014 raw is still out there. And, yeah. but you do have to rely on the photos and, um, make a judgment as to whether the back is, is messed up. Um, Oftentimes the surface is is great on 2014. It's those corners in the back. Yeah, the, the so, corners are the problem for sure. But they're fun. I mean, they're and this might be a um, more consequence of like my my fandom and and where when I was really growing up with soccer. But the 2014 set and also might be a World Cup set versus Champions League. But the World Cup 2014 set is just 
packed. It's with with legends and and that's a very subjective term, but there are so many really cool players. I had I just got a Robin Van Persie card for relatively cheap, a red. It's really cool with the the Holland jersey and uh, I don't know. I just find that to Nick, be feel like, feel like, feel free to share to to the viewers because they they, yeah. they love that stuff. If you have the cards right there, <laughs> feel feel I free. Don't, I don't. Uh, let's see if I have a Holland one. Well, okay, I'll, I'll I'll run through a few because again the the color match thing is pretty interesting to me. Brazil, for example. Okay. There is no color match unless you can find the green crystal. Yeah, the, the green Brazil, crystal. And I have a. Uh, I know I have. This reflection. But, no, but but it's, it's okay actually. So the blue green borders. So and that's what um, Prism will do is that the borders are going to be a certain color, and that's really what you're trying to that, match. That right? that Iniesta looks so so beautiful. Ooh, I, I love that that Iniesta. That that's okay. that's a great. Oh, that Iniesta. I'm sorry. That that Modric. <laughs> <laughs> that's a beauty. Um, and then some are very clearly. Ooh, you know, another great blue. one. Those look um, those look amazing, and and they are still affordable, right? For example, uh, not th yeah. the top top players, but the uh, um, Modric and the Suarez. You you, you you can still find them. Uh, yeah. Um, no, but I and honestly, all with all of these parallels, I think the the color match the the color match is a really good play because at the end of the day, we like things that uh, that look. Again, it's relative what looks better or not, but people tend to agree that when there is a color match, um, the, the card looks much better. Right, that's why the Spanish... So the, yeah, Spanish so is like, about I'll, I'll red. I'll say it again. The, the corners, so Prism makes a decision about the corners. The corners are going to be okay. a certain color. And so Italy uh, is going to be blue. So Buffon here has a red jersey, but... But the corners are blue in the card, and so the mm. blue background is what makes it really not clash too much. Um, but the Spanish but, cards, but Nick, that, that, are that, that, that uh, they're all red. Oh, those are so nice. Yeah, yeah. Sp Spain, Spain is is one of the teams that that looks better in the set in my in my perspective. In in red, they they look yeah. amazing. Similar to Portugal, but uh, Spain have, have better names. So yeah, so that's it's been fun and. Um, and and I'll say well yeah again the the cup captains are Ooh, I love that I one think else. a little bit undervalued um, but they grade really well because of the the white corners in the back exactly yes yeah that that's another great point is the that insert in particular grades much better than the the base card let, let, let's yeah. say so yeah but I will say that 2014 has gone down in price raws especially but but also graded 2014 PSA eight are very affordable um, for most of the top tiers and even nines. Um, I mean, I've seen Steven Gerrard, if you care about that, uh, a PSA nine red color match, you know, selling for well under hundred dollars, just been sitting on eBay. I, um, I think eventually it might be a thing that 2014 is more interesting to set collectors. Um, and if you want graded slabs for 2014, now might be a decent time to start poking around anyway. Um, it is a bit of a dangerous game grading the base cards, but it can also be kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, the, so yeah, 2014 has been fun and I'm, I'm glad I'm sort of nearing the end. I won't do the entire set. Um, I may even get rid of some like Frank Ribery. Do I want to keep his, his blue? I don't know. 
but it has been really, really fun to look around and and find those raw and grade them. Um, and then, yeah, again, the slabs are relatively affordable. 2017 is a little bit of a different story. I still think those those prices have been maintaining more. Um, yeah, I, I, I think the... Yeah, I, I think the Chrome got a bit uh, more popular in the last 12 months, you know, and I think Prism stayed the same. That, that, that's why I think the market ended up correcting a bit more since I don't think the demand increased that much for the 2014. But for Tops Chrome, I believe that is quite, um, comparing with one year ago, two years ago, I think there is many more collectors right now in the market. But Nick, one yeah. question. The 2014 Prism, um, so you, ha you have that Neymar in blue. What do you think about the blue Pulsar, the, um, the one that, that they gave at the National? Because I, I think it would look really nice on that Neymar also. Yeah, and I, if I could, I would, you know, and I, I'd i go for the Messi Pulsar first if I were going to sp spend... I don't know what the, the Neymar would go for, but I agree like that would Nick, be my preference. The 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 difference the the blue Messi the the normal blue versus the blue Pulsar is not that that different in terms of price. I I personally yeah. actually find more value on the blue Pulsar. I have both the the blue Pulsar and the and the normal blue. Right. But I actually believe there is more value on the blue Pulsar, you know, because there is only 55 mm -hmm. um it's quite different, and and also match matches well with the with with the jersey. So, yeah, yeah, and it might be one of those things where you you trade up in the end. Um, yeah. I know some people have done that with their uh, trying to find the the green crystals, and so trading away some of their their other uh, twenty fourteen prisms and and consolidating up to the greens, which are really hard to find as well. <laughs> those are no those makes are sense. Tough. Uh, the, but yeah, I, I really like them. I call them mojos because they look like the mojo. The, the, the only parallel, I mean, is not that I dislike, but I'm not the biggest fan, let's put things that way, is the purple on, an, I believe it's 99 on, 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 on Prism. Actually, because I, I never feel it matches that well with, with the players, you know. Yeah, I, I know I, so I have one purple. Well, I actually have an Eto as well. To be fair, it looks it's good. <laughs> I think it's okay with red. That's what I was going to say. Because I okay. think a, a Ronaldo just sold on in China, uh, actually, a really good price. If you if you care about the, the print, um. So yeah, I think on red it, it looks pretty good, but otherwise you can clash. That's just my, my but take. but uh, but purple on Chrome looks really nice because th that is the PSG players, the Barca players that they they match mm -hmm. very well with. Uh, again, yeah. is is always a bit relative, but uh, but fun uh, for sure. Uh, Sonic, the second question, um, and again, great, great perspective on on both sets, and I agree with you that they are fun to collect. But going to a different question. Um, and I guess you all, we already ended up talking about this a bit, but if you could go back in time um, when you started uh, collecting soccer, what would, would be the advice you would give to your old self, you know? Um, yeah, I so I, I've heard this response from other folks you've had on, and I 100% agree with it, and it's just difficult to, to actually follow through with, but being patient is is incredibly important, not just when you're starting, but throughout. And um, what one of your lines I really like is 
And so this came up, I think I heard it first from you when we were briefly discussing the new stained glass for um, Select. Mm -hmm. I actually think that I might be a hot take. I don't know, but I think the messy stained glass from last year is going to be a, one of the inserts that that um, lives on. And okay. um, because I just think it's really, really pretty. He's re really beautiful. <laughs> yeah. But that line of yours, the artist is going to art. I, that's the that's the market right now that's the mandate for the companies is to, to put and i don't know what's going to happen with how many like are they going to are they going to pair back the number of sets they're putting out and um or they're going to keep moving forward putting out a set every few months and don't know but right now there's just so much and and it's interesting if you spend any time on card hobby or in ebay of course but you'll on particular players you'll see when the sets drop and just this flood of new, really, really nice looking cards and they it can is, capture your attention. It's crazy, easily. but it's crazy how we see that happening over and over. There is a new product, everyone goes crazy, prices are crazy. One month after that, two months after that, everything ends up crashing. And uh, but yeah. the cycle never stops. You know, people still, <laughs> you know, they still do the, 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 the same mistake in the next set. I, I find that probably is breakers that they kind of manipulate you into believing this is actually great value or something because I, to be fair people sh should be accountable you know because come on <laughs> failing yeah. one time is fine uh, keep doing the same mistake and over over and over is is just uh, yeah it's just craziness but but yeah yeah and so there's that component to it like the relative prices how prices will, will start to degrade over time after the release of a set um and just what you like and that's the other part of it because yeah. you might look at a, a new insert and say that's one of the coolest designs i've ever seen i need to get one of the one of 50s because it's a nice blue match or whatever so i got to go now um, especially for players like messi or maybe you might make the case to holland or someone you'll you'll you get the sense that there is a clock on it and you better hurry up i think one of the best things i've learned is that for the most part these these cards are very liquid. They 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 will continue to circulate over time. You'll be able to find it eventually. Now, if if you have a really good eye and that one insert does become one of the really most most important inserts, then the price holds or it grows over time. Then oh well. But maybe you'll have to pay a premium. But you'll have that time. You'll have had that time to reflect on why you thought it was important to you. And yeah. I I tend to think of this something of like a the metaphor of a or analogy of a, of, of a like a soil sieve or something where you're dumping a bunch of soil into the sieve and you're letting time sort of separate those layers for you um time in the market will separate separate those layers for you if you put enough time in you'll you'll see what stays and i've heard people uh make the case for a strategy where buying is good because you can hold it, you can own it for a while, and then you can sell it again if you if it's not sitting well with you. And I understand that, and I, I may even practice that to a certain degree. Um, but you can do that if you're really disciplined. You can kind of do that in the abstract. You can you can pretend like you own something, give it a little time, and if it still remains at the top of your list as a really important card, then you can go out and get it, and maybe you. And probably, especially for new new releases, you can go and get it at a cheaper price. Um, but yeah, that idea of letting the cream rise to the top, uh, time will help you do that. That's something I've learned. It's not 
easy, but it's, I know intuitively, instinctually that it's important and it's something that you have to like deliberately practice or try to. Yeah, but I agree. I mean, and, uh, and again, even if, look, unless he's one of one or something like that, that you really have to buy it right now. But other than that, um, things, they appear in the market, you know, um, and, uh, our market is still not as big to a point that, uh, even a car is, you know, out of 99, all of the sudden does not appear anymore. No, they, they, they still appear. And, um, and yeah, being patient, uh, so it seems almost like a cliche always giving this type of answer, but he's honestly the best one, you know, is th there is nothing better than this is try to be patient, try to educate yourself uh, because when you start educating yourself, you may think, yeah, I may not even like that anymore. I, I may actually go for this set instead of that because I see better, better fundamentals, but, um, but I 100% agree with you on that. Uh, now, to yeah. have a bit uh, more fun, the question number three is uh, a buy, sell, and hold. And um, three amazing cards. The first one is yeah. Messi Prism 2014 Gold. By the way, all of them are, are PSA 10. Messi Red Chrome uh, 2017, also out of 10, like the Messi Gold. Or a Messi 7 on this, PSA 10, Pop 19. Um, buy one, sell one, hold one. The so I would buy the 2014 Prism Gold. I saw a, I think UK card collector, UK soccer collector. I forgot the name, the handle, the I forgot his name too. Now, anyways, the big the big account on Facebook and uh, Instagram. He posted a picture of a table at Chicago with one of the gold powers. I think the out of five, of right? Yeah, yeah. So it's you know different, but you still see those cards. You rarely see that card, and even in pictures, and just again, gut feeling. You're like, well, that is a pretty mythical, special card. Um, I said that to, uh, I was messaging with Rodman briefly the other day. He was he was take, trying to find it at the show, and that's the term I use is something of a mythical card. I you don't it just doesn't really exist. Um, but I think those. I don't know if that's just my take on it. I mean, I know it's not just my take, but I, in a relative sense, compared to the 2017, I just think, especially as big money continues to enter the soccer market, people are going to throw ridiculous amounts at a card like that. Because there's only 10 of them and it's messy and it's 2014. It's, if it comes on market, it's going to be ridiculous. 2017 red, I think is an amazing card as well just side note i do prefer the clean copy not the i, I don't love the sticker autos on those colored cards because Nick, i think but, they kind of sticker pops a lot but but that's another point is that the messy gold there is only 10 you know and the messy mm -hmm. red you, you kind of have 20 because you have the yeah <laughs> the right. sticker and the non-sticker and even if people tell oh those are two different cards yeah but they are kind of the same card. Yeah, you know? right. I didn't so, think about that. True. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love the aesthetic appeal. Um, someone got a red Modric recently, I think. That I just I, that was an awesome card. But um, but yeah, I think that might be a little bit more obtainable. And I just think just uh, down to the gut that the 2014 gold is just that, that much more important. Uh, so I think I'd hold the red Chrome, um, amazing card for your collection, and then the 
PSA 10, 71 bits, I'd probably sell. I I don't know where prices on that will go in the future, but I think I'd you know prefer to have the other two cards in my collection and then a really nice PSA 9 in that. That's Makes sense. Four rookie. Um, the 2010, or sorry, the PSA 10 premium for the 2004 is really interesting to me given how careful PSA is with the 10s. And so a 10 in a 2004 is probably much more of a 10 in the 2004 than like a 10 oh, in a I agree. insert mm. from 2014. Or I agree. Um, so, so and yeah, the, that the, might be and really... The, and the, there is organic scarcity, you know, that, that's also important yeah. because, let's be real, a lot of people that open the 2014 or even the 2017, especially the 2017, they probably send the cards or they save the card in the sleeve. Uh, the 2004, it's amazing that uh, kids in Spain end up saving them to a point that we have a couple of tens now. And the, the, the thing with, with the pop on the 2004 is, the pop have been not changing for, I believe, two or three years. So um, even if it appears one or two more, seems like that pop will probably be around 20, 21 copies in, in the next five years, if I had to guess, or even staying at, um, at, two, at um, 19. Doesn't Alec, uh, USM, USMNT, um, doesn't he track the, the pops for 2004 cards pretty well? Yeah, he, you know, he, anyone he, wants to go check his, his videos out. He, he does an amazing, amazing job. And a fun fact about the 2004 is at one point that card was pop 20, but PSI dropped as one. Um, mm -hmm. Not sure if it was overgraded, you know, and they, they, they look it back. Or maybe a fake. I, I have no idea. So the two that so the PSA eight to nine is interesting to me because I, I have seen cases where just, you know, virtually where that distinction is a little bit wonky, but I, again, I just have to assume that PSA designated, designating a 10 is a, an important thing. And so if you really value as a collector, having the gem mint, a gem, one of the very few gem mints, and it is truly, you could, you could argue that is truly gem mint relative to other cards. Um, unless, unless PSA is missing some 10s just because they're being ornery or whatever. Uh, then yeah, you, I could see purchasing that, but I per personally, I love to have a nine and then the other two cards. It's just an amazing trio, right? No, that, that's yeah. an amazing trio. Honestly, add, some, add a flawless to that or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, we, we could even put the flawless, of course. Honestly, the in terms of design, the card I like the most is the red chrome. I, f I find the I don't know I there is something about the reds on Chrome that I I I, I like the, the reds more than than I even like the look of the the one of ones the the um, I believe is super fractures like um, but I also like the other two I mean in terms of, of aesthetics I would go for the Chrome one hundred percent but I I think you you end up making the correct choice that that is not correct but you get the point yeah. i i also believe your logic makes sense because the 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 prism gold uh, does not have the competition with with the the autos that the red have is also a more historical set um i also believe americans love world cup so there is also a connection there with with the world cup um now the the so i would buy that the old uh, 
I don't know, honestly, it's difficult because I, I like all three cards. I probably would hold the I would hold the, the seven on beast, you know. But it's very debatable. I'm not sure about this, you know. It's just those three cards are, are crazy. And I, the, the reason is I feel like I still see a good amount of heads appearing in the market between the auto and the non-auto the non-auto, especially the, the auto version appears a good amount. And it went from, I believe, 90k to 30k, you know, so th there is mm. already a huge drop All on right. that. And Cristiano Ronaldo, again, I could be wrong on this, and if I, if if that's the case, already apologizing, but I believe the red Ronaldo sold for 10k. So it's getting to a point that is not un unobtainable. 10k is a lot of money, don't get me wrong, but look, I, I will never have, uh, <laughs> or at least very unlikely I will ever have uh, a messy gold on Prism. But who knows? I mean, on head, if they really keep going down, the Ronald, for example, is not impossible. So, yeah. Someone just won a $1.5 billion lottery jackpot the other day. Those <laughs> no are the sorts of people, if they happen to want to purchase soccer cards, that's where these prices will go crazy for these cards. No, everything just, uh, is possible. Yeah. Yeah, but I was, I was lucky enough to consolidate quite a bit recently and the 71 bis is at the center of my collection right now. I have an eight. Um, you, you, you can show it. A really nice copy. Yeah, I haven't yet because I it's been in storage for a bit, but I finally got it out. That's so moved that, across country. That card is so beautiful. Yeah, I mean, and it's so beautiful. And just, yeah, just very special. And um, I don't know. It's it's uh it's been amazing watching messi these these last what nine months or something it's been crazy and um, nick i actually believe the that the grade eight is the perfect grade for a collector you know um even in terms of value i i think is a great grade because that is not a lot of nines tens we know they are very scarce mm. but even eights they are fairly difficult to find you see a lot of psa six appearing in the market psa fives some PSA seven, but PSA eight when when they appear that they, they, they have they have strong competition and um, I mean you I guess we can talk about that a bit. What Messi have been doing in America is is insane. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's a really interesting debate as to whether you can chalk a lot of it up to the competition versus um, just the form he's in. And I think it's a you know it's every all, all of the above. Um, what's interesting to me watching these games is you can be a huge European soccer fan uh, and still enjoy these Miami games. They're very oh, I, I'm loving them. Look, no, it's, look it, I, I actually, I'm really impressed with, uh, with the games because they are really, I think, honestly, maybe not in terms of the player quality on the pitch, but in terms of just watching for fun, the games have been quite fun to watch. I mean, the last game for Messi, I mean, how crazy was that? 4-4, four, four, you know, it's just... Sorry about that. that that's that's the, 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 the game you really want to to spend time watching, not a 0-0 zero, zero game, you know? So, yeah. huge fun, honestly, uh, uh, so far. Yeah, some of the, the poor defending leads to some amazing pace and, and, and counters. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. It's, it's very active. So say what you will about MLS, but you have some very, very good athletes here. Just 
guys, maybe because of their positioning is bad or they're not coached well enough or whatever the case may be, they're running a lot. There's a lot of really physical play going on and it's just, um, Nick, it's do, been do, fun. Do you think, I mean, I guess you, you think that, but actually could, this could also be a question for, for the viewers, but, uh, Do you see a world where Messi playing like this, let's say the next two years or three, who knows? How also, big, no, I'm oh, sorry, sorry, but how, how big that can be for new kids? You know, because, you know, it, it may inspire a lot of people to follow soccer instead of American football, baseball, whatever, you know? Yeah. Um So it's kind of relates to the question. Sorry, not the question. They, what I mentioned earlier about streaming that it's, it's available everywhere. Now, if you, you know, people have been cord cutting for a long, long time. And so not buying cable premium cable is premium cable. Hasn't been a priority for a lot of people for a long time. Most folks who have done that have been buying these subscriptions to Hulu and, and even the, the more premium subscriptions like Paramount plus and I won't call them premium, but, I don't know what you call them, what you categorize them as, but Peacock, which has Premier League, Hulu, ESPN Plus, which has La Liga, and um, sorry, wait, Paramount Plus has Champions League and um, Serie A, and it even um, the Brazilian Serie A, which is is interesting. Hulu, ESPN Plus has got Bundesliga and English Championship and in La Liga, and you can get what you want, which is wasn't the case even a few years ago. And so that combined with his, the attention he's getting on you know, ESPN back home here. And you've seen the tickets. I mean, they're ridiculous. People are spending a lot. They're, they're spending Taylor Swift money to get to Miami. <laughs> Nick, Pretty bad, honestly, uh, you guys may have the best player in the world in America right now. That's, that's right, the crazy thing, you know? You guys may that, have the best player in the world. <laughs> It's crazy. <laughs> and props to David Beckham for making it like a, a package deal. You bring Messi over, but then you surround him with Jordi Alba and, and Sergio Busquets. Like there's something like you need the you need you need a good foundation. He he brought it in all at the same time, and now it's a matter of figuring out what the heck goes around um, around him. It's. I don't know. It's it's just very very interesting to me. Nick, I um, I, I was so sad that Iniesta ended up going to I believe yeah, Qatar or something. I'm not sure, but oh man, because he could it, swing at it as well. Yeah, I mean, imagine Iniesta on that day would be so nice. I, I think Suarez will happen, probably not now, yeah. because I believe he has to stay in Brazil uh, until the end of the yeah, year. Right. Yeah, yeah, but after that, I mean, pr probably goes goes there and, and still scores a bunch. So here's the thing about <laughs> this is total hot take too. But I think you watch these videos of Messi, you know, runs the the least amount of any. Well, I don't know what that. What are the stats? He he's just, he never runs because of his positioning and his his play style. I mean, um, yeah, but he still scores, so who cares? Kilometers <laughs> run, right? But I, I'm in Busquets too. The the sort of the freedom they have in the midfield and in the space they have in the MLS right now might enable them, allow them to continue playing at this level. You know, their bodies won't break down as fast. Um, I agree. I am totally. a little bit worried 
about, and if you've ever played men's league as you get older, what happens is as people get out of shape or, uh, yeah, their bodies just get, get a little broken down, the tackles become a lot more dangerous. And so I am a little bit worried. I've seen Busquets go down a few times now where it looks a little, I mean, he's a, got a, a gangly um, body to begin with, but I'm a little bit worried about like ankles and knees and stuff if tackles are late. And um, yeah, anyways, that's it. That's a really interesting piece of this too, is maybe they don't, they can continue not having to run as much, not having to play as physically in their, in their waning years here. And so they can continue on. Um, Nick, can, can you imagine Can you imagine if Ronaldo next year leaves Saudi and goes to MLS? That, that would be so crazy. I, honestly, that could be the thing that really explodes soccer because you guys will be watching Ronaldo versus Messi every week. Yeah. That, that's just insane to think about. I'd love to see Neymar here. Ooh, I know he's talking about stuff, but... Neymar would be another giant one to, 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 to go. To. I, would, I would love to see Modric also because he's mm -hmm. the type of player I love to watch... Uh, no, but, but yeah, right. I mean, uh, the, the thing that is putting pressure right now is Saudi Arabia that is buying anyone. So gets difficult for MLS to get the players since Saudi is playing so is, is paying so much. But um, I don't know, maybe this Saudi stuff is, is something that uh, eventually stops happening. Uh, again, speculating, but who knows? They have a pretty big, I think they have a, something of a $40 billion budget <laughs> or something over the next few years. So probably not. And they make, you know, If you're getting older, you, you take the big contract and then then move on. Yeah. Um, but that, but one thing is has been at least for Messi, the the marketing opportunities in the states in MLS are pretty big. I know Messi's kind of unique in a unique position here um, with shirt sales and portions of the proceeds for Apple TV. And I'm not really sure about sellout crowds and stuff. What he's getting there, but. Um, Yeah, there may be an opportunity for the likes of Neymar, for example, to to boost his brand in the States and in earn equivalent money, maybe not equivalent to the the Saudi contracts, but you know, approach those through through marketing. And I, I imagine that was Beckham's big proposal to Messi. And there's a lot of other things uh, going on there, but that was one of the one of the pitches he made, clearly, no. in the contract. And he seems super happy, so that's For him was was amazing. Yeah, family too. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so so Nick. Great. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I agree. Ahead. I mean, I mean, we can talk a bit more about that, but just to actually to finalize the the structure of the questions, the question number four. Uh, I also believe this is a very interesting one. Top three cards you would love to have in your collection, let's say in the next five years realistic options of course you know because we yeah. could say the, the prism gold the red those again those so difficult no i i will never own those cards um unless i win that hundred <laughs> the, the so first one that comes to mind is and i'm looking at you james the and maybe you too andre the 2008 Champions League UEFA 
um, number 38, the acetate with the Champions League trophy, the messy oh, version. That, 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 that card is still fairly cheap if, if you can find it raw. I mean, it's difficult to find. I can't find it. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem, yeah. Oh, look, mine mine was James that, that sold me, so... <laughs> ah, right. I, I, I got my because I, mine is uh, I'm not sure if mine is a PSA 5 or a PSA 6 and people may think that's an awful grade no that's actually the normal grades on those yeah. cards <laughs> it's, it's kind of crazy but I believe James have a PSA PSA 8, eight I think Pro yeah. probably I think he's got the only 8 yeah I mean th those cards they, they have they have problems everywhere but yeah, yeah, he got denied, and I said, "Oh, if you if you want to sell the other one, I would be fine with that because I had the, the Ronaldo already. Again, I is a five or a six. I honestly don't 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 even, don't even remember. But I know that they match grade right now, so for me, made sense. Uh, but yeah, pay pay attention because if they appear, I I don't think you have to pay a lot. You you just have to be fast. <laughs> yeah, and I've. Bounced around looking for the so there are what maybe like ten of them. Um, I, I know Javi has one. Some others have have that, card. but it's the big. And what's my understanding is that they are problematic because of the especially because of the big gold yeah. trophy on the back. It gets totally scratched up. In it. Exactly that. Um, it, it, by so the way, it's hard that, to find. That's a nice uh, insert set, let's say, to to make a collection gold because you have Buffon. Yeah. I believe you have Lampard, so you have a lot of amazing players, and and I like to see Ronaldo in United also there. I think looks looks really nice, but yeah, that that's a great card. Yeah, that's fun, and and I just I put that I, that's in my list because I it's just been one of those hard ones to find, and I love it. I think it's a great design. Um, it would it would pair really well with the other acetate card from two thousand eight, the uh, medical cracks insert, the orange one, the ultra. Uh, you know, and the two, I, I have a Drogba rookie. I don't, it's an eight and I think that's good enough. I think the SDA sticker is just a really nice sticker and I, I'm a big Ivory Coast fan. I, I was never a huge Chelsea fan or anything, but I, I love uh, the, he's not, he's, a, Ivory he's Coast. not, he's not test, he's Panini, um, he's oh, Panini, Panini foot, Panini foot. Right. Uh, so that was on my list for a long time, but now I think as I, I, I have completed my goals for Xavi and Iniesta, I have their rookies, the rookies that I want. I think the last two on my list would be the Ronaldinho sticker. And then I actually like the, I'd love to hear an updated, your updated take on this, but the 1994 portrait of Ronaldo. I like mm. the yellow portrait i know there have been some fakes oh you, you like the, the brazilian one okay mm -hmm. yeah that's i again the, the picture is nice i agree with you because uh, you can see the brazil logo um, and and ronaldo and brazil he, he have, a, have a better connection than ronaldo and psv the other rookies but uh, oh no, no no i was talking about the yellow psv the not the not the silver border one but the sticker the Oh, the sticker, the, the the one, the 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 headshot. Yeah, the headshot. Oh, that that that's a nice one. Yeah, I I love that one. I, I'm actually selling mine right now. Um, it's already at auction, so it's kind of funny that you even talk about that. But the reason I'm selling mine is the mine is a SCC five. Uh, 
5.5. But right now, the PSA 7, PSA 8s are not selling for a lot. And I believe I, I may be able to upgrade. So I'm letting this one go to try to, to buy another one. But that, that's for me the, um, this my, again, I'm selling one. So <laughs> people take yeah. this with a grain of salt, of course. But um, for me, that's the, the best, um, the best rookie for him because is a Panini product uh, is a is a headshot the portrait even though in terms of pop report the the foil one is quite lower is actually from the the, the three main rookies the Brazil and the two um, PSV the the foil one is the one with with the the lowest uh, um, pop pop report and I like one thing about the the foil one. It's really difficult to to be to 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 make fakes of that, and honestly, right. that, that that's important now, nowadays. But yeah, I, I also like the the other one. I think, the, and what, talking with people, talking with Ronaldo collectors, they they tend to agree. I think you are talking about that sticker that is right there, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. That that's that that's a, a really really nice nice one. Yeah. So those two are are, are two important characters in my you know my especially my my early 20s um you remember the nike youtube uh ronaldinho one of the first viral uh, videos the cross, cross like that, that, yeah that era it was really important to me and those two players were some of uh, those were two of the players that i was able to watch relatively consistently um in their in their prime or a little beyond their prime but yeah so those would be the two i would like I have a um, 2014 rainbow going with Javi. I, if a gold ever appears that's affordable, I might go for that. Um, but otherwise, I, yeah, I think it's a matter of continuing to think on what what small projects I want to work on. Uh, but in terms of like big cards, I don't know if I'll really get ambitious in coming years. Don't know. I, I do like how you deliberately consolidate. You spend time doing that. Um, I know I know others in the hobby do the same thing. Um, James is really good, I think, at only getting what he really wants from the get-go. I, maybe I don't want to characterize for him, but I feel no, like that's he, what he, he does. He is he really good with that, yeah. And that's, that's like it. <laughs> and, no, I agree. Um, and Will was on a while back. He was talking about how it's he, he, he likes the idea of Back then, anyway, having the having a box, a small box on his nightstand, and like you, you just keep your collection small enough to remember what you got and to appreciate what you got, and not so big. But at the same time, I also have friends in the hobby, like Dan Dreams cast cards, talks about like he he collects Lacazette, right? And these sort of important players to you for the team that you like, and you can really explore ultra modern in that way that you can get those cards very cheap um, and see the progression of all these insert sets, all these base sets, all these um, numbered variations uh, at a relatively cheap price. So you can, you can actually build a large in terms of volume, a large collection, but it makes sense. It's coherent and um, you don't feel, feel like you're, you're spreading yourself too thin, which and I think there are really weird psychological components to all this collecting that, that you learn over time. Um, so yeah, consolidation one way or another, I think is important to me. 
Um, well, makes makes sense, yeah. especially because consolidation. Yeah, I think it's normal. Actually, I was talking about this on Discord. Uh, by the way, link below the video if everyone wants to join. But I feel like that uh, as a collector, okay, as an investor, consolidation makes a lot of sense because you go for the best. You you feel that you can track your stuff a bit better. If you have to sell, it's easier to sell ten slabs than that than one hundred. So there is a lot of benefits. But as a collector, I think it's debatable because as a collector, we love to have a lot of stuff to, to mm -hmm. buy, we love to buy cheap stuff. We, gets, gets more debatable, you know, I, and even, and I think Aldo does not take this wrong. All the El Rey is, is, is a collector and an investor for sure. But you see that he buys a lot of stuff and uh, he also buys a lot of cheap stuff. You know, he's, he's not, we think about him like uh, he just buys Pele rookies, but that, that's not the case at all. I mean, he, he buys a lot of cheap stuff. He, he, he tells that all the time. And that's, that gives him probably a lot of joy also. So I think is a balance, you know, uh, I think there is a time that you have to consolidate, especially because sometimes things get a bit out of hand. And other time, look, I already have a nice collection. I think it's, it's fairly consolidated for what I can afford. Let me also have some fun and buy a, yeah. a $5 card in Spain and try to, to flip yeah. it in the future, you know. Because that's another thing that I end up not putting a question uh, here, but I guess I, I, I can bring the topic. You are actually running a, a really, really fun pool on, uh, on Instagram about mm. messy inserts. To a certain point, I guess the same logic would be applied for Ronaldo inserts at, at that time. Um, but to talk to me about the Messi inserts, you know, I'm a fan of that also. Um, and so two questions in one. Tell me your perspective about Messi inserts right now, since they are more about condition rarity. Mm. And also what will be the insert that will win uh, the pool? The, mm -hmm. the final pool. By the way, again, link below the video for people to join your Instagram, and mm -hmm. that way they, they actually can participate on uh, on this pool that is still going on. Yeah, and I will I'll show the the, the entire bracket again, uh, where I think in the last matchup of the quarterfinals. But anyways, so. Nick, so, Nick, Nick, sorry, sorry. Yeah. I have a feeling that I know what will be the insert. That, yeah, that is I do too. <laughs> I have okay. been surprised though. There have been a couple surprises. Um, I'm a big fan of the 2006. I have the oh, yeah, I'm a big fan of this card. You have a, a PSA 10, right? Oh, I do. That, that, that's um, so difficult to grind. I just, uh, I actually have in my PSA return right now, I have a nine of the the beckham this set generally that those who are in this insert the megastreas 2006 are this is really cool there's you can get i think ronaldinho's got a really nice one ronaldo it's ronaldo in there but anyways that's a that's a fun set that card i thought didn't get a lot of love but it went head to head i think recently with the 2010 the gold uh which a lot of people love and did really well so anyways there's been some surprises here um I'll start with what I think will win. I think the 2015 uh, yeah. limited will win. My choice. The <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think that that will be the case. <laughs> yeah, and I took some liberties setting up the brackets, so I believe that 
it'll come down to the 2010 versus the 2015. That's um, that's an interesting. Uh, that's interesting. The 2010 is also a really really nice one. Yeah, and both cards when you hold them in hand are very similar. So if you're unfamiliar, it goes back to 26. This is the first one along with the. Yeah. There's another insert from 26, 2006, which is the 404, which is where he's wearing a green jersey. It's weird. They, but that, the that's, that's the first Mega Strailers, right? Or Mega, that, that's Mega Strailers, right? Or Mega Heroes. Yeah. The other one is, I forgot what the other one is. Uh, but they're not, they're not foiled. Um, and then 2007 came around, and that's where you got the, the first foil version. I, I like that one quite a lot. Yeah. So, and then 2008, there's an acetate. 2009 is the the one that we're all familiar with, which is Ronaldo's first year with Real Madrid, which is an insert. Um, it's got some gold foiling in the dots and stuff. And then 2010 is the gold version, and then you move on from there. Especially 2010 on, you get different manufacturing specifications. Like 2010, and especially 2012, and then 2015, the limited edition too. They all have that very sensitive, sort of like scratch ticket type yeah. foiling. So they are very condition sensitive. The backs are, you know, the centering is actually relatively good on a lot of them, but it's that foiling. You can get scratches everywhere, and that's what makes grading them difficult. Whereas like 2013, which is sort of a gold tannish version, um, I'm sure if you saw it, you're familiar with it. Not you, but everyone may not be as familiar. I don't have one here, but those are the corners are a little bit more embossed. They kind of they kind of curve down. They're they're heftier. Um, same with like the the twenty sixteen. Like as you move year to year, it comes in and out with Panini. They did they use different manufacturing processes for these inserts, and so the designs. Everyone's got their favorites, and um, condition rarity is different for everyone. Uh, I have seen of 2006, the 404, I've seen a stack of them from a collector in Spain. He just showed me an entire like floor full of these things scattered all over the place. And he said, none of them are a nine. They're all got print marks and other things going on with them. So that's, that's interesting. I'm very curious how print runs look in like 2006 for those cards versus like 2010, to, to 15 15 put aside because it's a limited edition yeah. but like 14 that that's that period right there even 2009 i wonder if there are fewer and i this is gonna be a, a, one of the hot takes that is more a hot take for you i'm curious what your thoughts are on this because you've commented on this before but i actually think that we're not going to see an influx of mint and gem mint quality messy mega cracks inserts in coming years um, let alone the base cards. I don't think we're going to see a lot of really great Megacracks base cards either coming to the market. You're going to see them. The pops will grow. But as the hobby grows and people, assuming people want to collect his Barcelona stuff during that golden age, that's where you're going to be going for. And good raw copies are going to be incredibly difficult to find. Nick, Maybe but not, but... I would agree with... Okay, so I have mixed feelings about that because I think there is a scenario that you are correct. You know, I think there is a, a possibility there. But, um, and we talk about this also with James uh, on Instagram, that uh, at one point we felt that PSA was grading them a bit soft, uh, you know, because 
so I actually I ended up I was one of the first grading them from from our group let's say and I went to in the CSC route instead of PSA and I got a, bun a bunch of SCC nines and uh, and dates tens I never got one. But then you and, and other people started getting tens, and I was not not saying uh, for sure some probably deserve a ten, but I felt that PSA was a bit more almost uh, open-minded, you know, to to certain yeah. problems on the cards. Uh, at least was was my perspective, because I thought my, mine, uh, you know, I was one of the first buying them off the market. I I was able to pick some of the best copies, and I got eights and nines. There is a lot of luck involved, I get that, but mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Uh, that's where I'm not sure. If PSA, look, if PSA was grading those like they are grading the 2004 Mega Cracks, I agree. Yes. <laughs> there yep. will be a bunch of 7 and 8. <laughs> that's it. 9s and 10s will be really difficult. But it really depends, you know what I'm trying to say, if they Definitely. grade normal or if they grade a bit more, okay, we are yeah. not upcharging this, uh, I don't know. Yeah, and I, part of why I say this is that go back a year and a half or more uh, to Toda Collection, and you could find some decent copies here and there. Um, bring them back, grade. Um, it's really hard now. Like you really have to grind now to find decent copies there. And so, and and this is what's a little confusing to me. There is. It seems like Cat's been out of the bag for a long time on Messi in Spain, that these cards can make you a little bit of money. Um, and so not seeing the, the supply of raw drop precipitously in Spain over the last, especially the last six months or so, it I, just gives me pause. And I was looking the other day, Nick, they are, sorry, they, they are crazy difficult to find in good condition. They are not difficult to find. But right. in good condition, they are really difficult. At, at least on total question, I felt that that was the guy the day I was looking. Yeah, they are, and you'll see very common um, problems. So the corners are destroyed, and, yeah. and it, it makes sense because these weren't oftentimes meant to be collected. But yeah, that's all. I I, I just wonder. It's more. It's more like I'm curious to see what happens. Agreed. I'm sure there are boxes out there of of cards that people have not released onto the market and you're going to find some really good ones. But I've spoken to lots of different collectors in Spain who are just like, yeah, I mean, the last two years have been interesting because we've sold off like this big stack that we used to have. And, um, but yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens with that. I think personally that, that aspect of the, the mega cracks collecting is really interesting that you, if you want to go for Messi's golden years or the Iniesta Messi, uh, Javi, those those super teams. If you want to relive um, or have a piece of those in your collection, then you're basically going to be going for these end stickers. Um, yeah, and it's been fun. It's been fun collecting no, these it's... and going. Okay, the ten this year. What was going that's, on? That, 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 that's probably my favorite. I I know the Ballon yeah. d'Or probably is is going to win the your. <laughs> your competition but I, I i like that one for a lot yeah the, the, so you the can first, go back the and take a look at the youtube videos and be like oh man that that was the year and um and thank heavens for <laughs> sorry this is me no no problem um 
for for YouTube, just some of those creators out there compiling all these highlights from from years past. It's just Nick, one question. Time. One question still related with the Mega Cracks insert. Because we, we talk about this, but I, I, I want to know your updated opinion right now. Which one do you think is the rarest to find raw? In not condition rarity, just true rarity. If from 2006 until 2015-16, what are if you have to, to pick one, what would be the one? What would be the year for Messi? But again, apply the same logic for the others. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, 112 I, I, is always hard to find. Yeah, he's but, also my pick. Yeah. I also believe I believe he's 12 12. Yeah. But that's also a really conditioned rare one. And uh, yeah, yeah, also, yeah. Because of the foil, like I said, that, that sort of lottery ticket, uh, they had that big orange wave behind them. Um, I'd say probably that, that, that also goes back to this, this question I have as to whether, because I have seen stacks of 2006 and 2007. I've seen like big collections, people who have shoeboxes and they're like, oh, I got a big stack of the 2006 is is the one I also see that, you know, the other and 2007. Actually, you are right. Those two are, are the, the ones I see the most people yeah. having, but the other ones, not that much. No. 2008, 2009, maybe starts to go up in. Um, one, one interesting thing is if you like this card, the, that set is really interesting. I just, one of the coolest cards, I just got a graded. I'll post it to my Instagram, the Guero card from that year. He's jumping and he's heading a ball. It's a very cool card, oh, uh, but you can right, get Javi yeah. and Iesta and Ramos and all the, all the guys. Um, and, and Nick, so that's another thing. And Nick, just, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting, interrupting you too much, but just, uh, just one thing for, for all the viewers is. If you guys try to buy those cards right now, the especially the masses, you may have to pay a decent amount, especially in good condition or, or graded. But like Nick is saying, if 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 you guys try to buy Aguero, Iniesta, Benzema, not super expensive at all. If you are pensioning, you, you can find uh, really really nice cards for really really um, cheap, and um, they are amazing to collect. You know. And this relates to one thing I wanted to mention earlier that we've been talking a lot about having an anchor in the hobby, some sort of some sort of focus. Um, there, kind of, it's like the lizard brain taking over. That that's your intention is to have very discrete projects. I'm I'm going to do this, um, it, but it's really easy for your brain to then say, okay, let's add one more project. It's still a project. Oh, yeah. it's still focus. Oh, let's yeah. add one more. And I keep doing that, and I find myself doing that. You mentioned Star Wars. That's happening with Star Wars a lot, too. Oh, I want to go back to 1977 and collect the main cards for 77. Well, there's two main sets there. There's the Blue Border cards, but some of the Series 2 and 3 are great, too. And so make sure you get the key characters from there, but also the Wonder Bread ones. It you never stops. You can do the same thing with, like, yeah. You want to surround Messi with Iniesta and Javi? That's another one that came into my head about six months ago. Like, all right, maybe all these key cards or the inserts, make sure that he is bookended by those two in everything you do. And so you got to get the 20, 2004 and then you got to work through the inserts. So no, I, I, another... I, I feel you on that also. <laughs> I, <laughs> I struggle with this. Pump the brakes a little bit because um, you can find justifications within justifications and turtles all the way down. No, I, I agree. I mean, 
what you said there, I 100% confident that a lot of people watching will 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 think for themselves. Yeah, that's about right. I maybe yeah. not with Star Wars, <laughs> but with with other things, you know. Um, but so it, Nick, but it is fun having small projects. No, it's is fun. And it's really it's, fun, it's, and and sometimes again, you can have so much fun with things that are five dollars, ten dollars at at, yeah. at the top, almost, you know. No, I, I, I agree. But to, to finish the, the podcast, I always ask the, the odd take about uh, the hobby or about the soccer card market. It's up to you. You already shared, uh, I would say, one uh, about the mega cracks inserts. But if you have another one, feel free. Well, I'll add to that. I don't think it's just the inserts. I'll, what I'll say is more a challenge. Go out and try to find really good copy me- uh, copies of messy base cards from the mega crack sets. Try yeah, that. The base cards run. The base cards, they're hard. They're really hard, especially, you know, 2005, obviously, is hard. 2006 is actually kind of hard in my experience. But even moving on beyond that, um, I, I'm really nice sets. Or I'm, not, I'm not actually seeing the 2006. What is the photo on 2006? It's a nice photo. Um, oh, mine is with PSA right now. I, I, I know already the card, yeah. That photo yeah. was used in 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 another set that I don't again f- forget what I'm about to say, but uh, I, I will try to to post uh, a picture on the screen uh, for for the viewers. Yeah, so that's fun though. The the base again the base cards same logic that you if you're interested in in Messi's golden years with Barcelona. That's a really nice set to to pursue, and you can do it over time because I think with that you're going to see more and more come to market, and you can slowly collect the base cards for. Not cheap, cheap, but the graded versions, especially nine and up, can get kind of expensive. But um, raw cards you can you can collect if you just want to put them in in, in uh, top Nick, loaders or whatever. Do 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 you know what I've been thinking about? But this goes back into finding another loop. Sadly, <laughs> is I'm thinking yeah. about collecting uh, because I did it in the past and I ended up selling them to focus on Messi. But I'm thinking going back to Cristiano Ronaldo inserts, mm-hmm. you know, because they are less, you know, and uh, I, I love them also. I, I still have one. I have the, um, the Ballon d'Or because I really like those. Right. But uh, I, I also think that the 2010 is so beautiful for uh, for Ronaldo. Yeah, um, and that's uh, the only one I still have is that the 2010. Uh, but I've been thinking the same. Yeah, I, I'm really think, thinking about that. Uh, that 2011 is, is great. Uh, and uh, they are probably a bit easier than Messi. You know, that, 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 that mm-hmm. also helps. But uh, maybe not that easy also, you know, because he's Ronaldo at the end of the day. Yeah, but definitely easier. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's something yeah. that I've been thinking about. I think it's a fun goal to to chase. Um, and I, I'll say one other thing about, maybe it's not a hot take, but I, I feel that coming into the market on the down slope of the peaks, there was a lot of, negativity i know you've talked about this um a lot of folks holding bags and uh i it's really distressing time for a lot of people i i, I know a lot of the content on social media was was negative and i think that it might be an interesting time right now as we as the market sort of bleeds out uh, a lot of the the high volume flipping and everything that you, you could get a lot more positivity and the collector's mindset idea is interesting to me. I've really enjoyed talking to people in the hobby about what it means to collect, like what do you get out of it and um, and the community aspects of it all. I think that, that we might be 
moving into a period where we have more sustained, you know, positive engagements and, and just community mindedness. And I would, that's I, I, kind of a hot take because I really have no expertise to talk on this, but no, but I agree on this, but it's, I, 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 again, it's just, just a feeling also, but, uh, I believe the worst is behind us already. You know, I think if you really think about the, the or market going down, probably around November, December was the worst time. I think right now we are already seeing mm -hmm. recovering in a lot of cards. Uh, again, there is still stuff correcting, but uh, I think honestly, again, does not mean a lot because some people just care about prices. But in terms of collector buys, I feel our market is is as healthy as ever. You know, I think mm -hmm. there is a lot of collectors. I see a lot of people collecting Messi rookies. I see a lot of people collecting Ronald, collecting the the Chromes. The, the again something that at one point uh, it was different. You know, if you really think the market two years ago was basically what is the next card that will explode, uh, what are the, the next big player, even prospecting, still a big part of our market. But uh, I, again, like you said, it's just a feeling. I, I have no data to really prove this, but I, I feel like I see quite more collectors right now. And that makes me really, you know... Um, optimistic about the future because those collectors will will hold stuff much longer uh, look uh, you have your chrome collection i have my chrome collection uh, the, the prism stuff we are not selling that let's be real unless it's consolidation of course but this stuff mm -hmm. that we are enjoying so um yeah i think the market is is in a great place right now yeah yeah and thanks for all you do and everyone else out there making content it's been just really great to have this on on the side and to learn from everyone and make it part of my life so no my, my pleasure nick really um i guess we can end the the, the podcast it, it was a pleasure to to have you uh it, we we actually talked like i was explaining we, we talk a lot on, on instagram but this is basically the first time we are talking face to face if that makes sense yeah. but with, with the camera and uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, you are a, a great guy, like like I was expecting. I, I really thought you end up doing uh, a great job uh, explaining your your points. This is the, the first time you, you do something like this. Uh, so yeah, mm -hmm. again, uh, repeating myself, but thank you so much. And um, and yeah, hope, hope, hope to have you back. Uh, let's say six months from now, one year from now, to to to. To, to, to give an update in a lot of, of the points we end up uh, discussion. If, if you have any final Definitely. thoughts, feel feel free. Otherwise, we'll, we can end it. No, thanks for the invite. Really happy to talk to you finally. And uh, I'm up in Seattle now. So anyone in the Seattle, North Pacific Northwest, give a shout. and love to meet fellow collectors in this area. And hopefully next year, make my way to Cleveland. I don't know if it'll happen, but it would be cool to meet everyone out there at the National. Um, but yeah, very nice to talk to you. And uh look forward to seeing everyone on on discord and instagram no for sure guys thank you so much for watching do not forget to leave a like check links below the video we'll leave a link to uh, nick uh, instagram yeah see you guys soon bye